Praise the Lord. You know, uh, I was sitting there thinking about that song. He was just hanging, uh, Take Me Back. And, uh, man, it's, it's, it's been a, if it's a way to say it, it's been a ride. You know what I mean? Getting to where I am and my wife is in our life today. It's, it's, it's so humbling to, to stand here in this pulpit tonight and have the opportunity to not tell my testimony anymore, but to actually be asked to teach a lesson or preach or whatever I want to do. You see, when you've, when you've been where I've been, only God can do this. You hear me? Only God can do this. You know what I mean? So, so, Brother Ethan was singing that song, Take Me Back, and I was sitting there thinking, you know, take me back. Ooh. Lord, I don't want to go back. I want to stay where I'm at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like I said, you know, I can look around through here and see faces that are not supposed to be here. You know what I mean? If, if, if life had have had its way, some of us ain't supposed to be here. A good portion of all of us. So... I'm so glad we got a Lord that brings us back. Ain't we glad we got somebody, a God that'll bring us back from the depths of, of hell, if we should say. Oh, I want to give honor to our pastor, Sister B, Bishop Wilson, his wife, Sister Pat. It's, um, I don't take it lightly to be able to stand before you guys tonight. Um, it's a great honor. Y'all are some of the best people I've ever met in my life. Some of the, you are the only church family I would ever want to be a part of. And uh, I don't know that anybody else would have me for one thing. But, <laughs> but anywho, um, I got something. Pastor B messaged me yesterday. He kind of gave me a little short notice on this deal. But anyways, I ain't going to hold him to it too much, you know, because if God can put me up here, God can endure, can help y'all endure what I got to say tonight. Amen. <laughs> Anyhow, if you will, turn with me for, to uh, Matthew 28, 19. You get it? Say amen. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I want to look at a portion of that scripture in the first three words. Go ye therefore tonight. And think on that. I want to talk to y'all about a topic. Someone's waiting on you. Someone is waiting on you. You know, the word go means to move from place to one place to another. It's to travel. It's to leave. Y'all can be seated. I'm sorry. The word go means to move from one place to another. To travel, to leave from where one is at, or to depart. You know, a lot of times when we get in church or we've been in church all our lives, we, we kind of get complacent, you know what I mean? And we, we think that we've done our due or we've, we've been our mile and, 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 you know, it's time for us to sit down. It's time for us to retire. But the Bible don't say nothing about retiring or I haven't found it yet. So, you know, the word go is used in the Bible 1,492 times. In 1,352 scriptures. I was standing over here talking to Brother Brad just a second ago, and I said, how many people is this church out here supposed to seat? 
And he said somewhere around 1,400. Is that, is that kind of going together with y'all right there? 1,400 times the word is used, go, and it was 1,200. I'm sorry, 12. Well, if we go for 14, we might get 12, so let's go for 14. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'd say go is a pretty important word, right? Y'all think so? Amen? I do. No, uh, John 13, 14 through 15 says, if, you, if I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I've given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. He's telling us to go do something, right? Okay. It's evident then that if the master served, we should serve. If he taught, we should teach. If he prayed, we should pray. If, if uh, he knew that we, we would catch the spirit of his ministry, our hearts and souls would be so full of that which he had received that we would not be content unless we were sharing, serving, teaching, and praying together. Uh, Matthew 22 and 9. Go ye therefore into the highways. As, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage, for many are called, but few are chosen. So many of us are called. You know what I mean? Y'all with me? We're all called. There's many of us in here, so we're going to say we're all called to do what? What are we called to do? Go. We're called to go. Now, this past weekend, we had a great, great outreach day. I mean, I would say we had a very good outreach day. Touched a lot of people, a lot of different Connections were made. I know Jamie and I were talking. We see we got to reconnect with some folks that we hadn't connected with in years, you know, and, and, and those connections are important. But what have we got to do in order to make those connections? We got to go. We got to go. You know, I found this past weekend and, and some of the others that was with us, we run into some people that, uh, you know, everybody needs prayer. You know what I mean? Everybody's got a need. Everybody's got, got something going on in their life. And uh, we run into a lady that uh, had every excuse in the world as to why she wasn't coming to church, but had every need in the world as to why she needed the church. You ever run into people like that? You know, I used to be one of those people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, But you know what we did? We got bold. We got out of the truck, and we went and laid hands on her on her porch. We're believing God's going to heal her. She may never darken the doors of this church. But that's okay. Because we've done what God told us to do. We went and we obeyed. You know what I mean? God can heal her there on her porch just like he can heal her right here in this altar. Amen? I believe that. Acts 1 and 8 says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and all Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. How many of us got the Holy Ghost in here tonight? I know somebody got it for the first time tonight, didn't they? Everybody's got the Holy Ghost, so everybody's got the power, right? Everybody's got the power, so there's no excuses anymore for you to not go. So the next outreach day, I want to see more than what I've seen the other day. Y'all, he's in church. He says you got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> um, this is this is probably just just throughout my research today. And this uh, Colossians one and six. This this one stuck out to me the most. And it says, "Which is coming to you, as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit, as it doth also in you, since the day ye heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth." 
since the day ye heard of it, somebody, sometime in your life brought it to you. Do you remember that? Can y'all can y'all remember that time? Can you remember the person? I'm gonna ask a few of you here in a minute. Y'all already know who you are, so be be getting ready. Um, you know, I want to ask you tonight: Has Jesus saved you? Can everybody attest that Jesus saved you? Then you got a story. You got a story about that, and uh, you know, you may very well be the person that goes and helps someone that's going to come and help your kid one day. Think about that. I can remember a time when I was at my wit's end. I was as far gone as I could have ever been. And Brother Danny Barber pulled up at my house. He didn't come to judge me. He didn't come to invite me to church. He just come to see an old friend. In fact, he gave me some some of the stalest cookies I believe I've ever put in my mouth. But that ain't what mattered. You know what I mean? He came, took time out of his day and came to see me. Who, I didn't deserve his time. I wasn't doing anything to deserve that man's time that day. But I've never forgotten it. You know, all of my days, I've never forgotten it. He didn't come one day. He came multiple days until he caught me because he would come and I ain't going to lie to y'all. Sometimes I wouldn't go to the door. But <laughs> he caught me. You know what I mean? He caught me. And I've never forgotten the mark that he, that he made on my life by doing that, even with those stale cookies. The cookies ain't what made the mark. It's the fact that he treated me like I was a human being and I wasn't a strung-out dope head. You know what I mean? He didn't judge me. He didn't make me feel like I was going to hell if I kept doing the things that I was doing. But he just let me know that he loved me. He loved me. And he wanted to see more of me. You notice I said he never once invited me to church. But he didn't have to. Sister Peggy, you didn't know how much you were speaking to me back there in the prayer room earlier when you said, how do you know I love you? I could feel it. Y'all believe that? You believe that energy transfers? It transfers. When you know someone is really genuine after you, they're, they're there because of the goodness of their heart. You can feel it. You don't have to see it. You don't have to be told it. You know it. You know it. And Sister Peggy, I believe that about you, and I'm sure everyone else in this church does too. Now, I've asked a couple of people to, to speak on behalf of what it was like for them when, when someone come and witness to them. Brother Kenneth, you want to go first? Brother Kenneth's a good dude, ain't he? made me part of this church and uh and brother danny barber i he never give up on me he always there for me knocked on my door every time i went to church and i thank god for him he's always been there for me and uh god brought me back and uh he gave me a new life uh, he gave me a a, a, a wife and a loving family and uh I just want to give him praise and honor and glory for that. And, uh, and Brother Hughes, I see him in town. He said, we miss you at church. We're praying for you. Uh, come 
mobile and say, I'm coming. And, and they just, they all made a mark in my life, you know, where God really touched me and blessed me. And uh, I thank God for all of them. That's awesome, Brother Kenneth. You know, not only did God touch his life, but because of what Brother Danny and Brother David done, this, both of these pews right here are full on Sundays. I don't know if anybody's ever noticed that or not. Both of them are full because of two witnesses that made an impact on his life. Yeah, yeah, do y'all see where I'm trying to go with this? Do y'all see where I'm going with this? We've got to go. It's time for us to go. We have, I'm not going to say that we've sat on our pockets long enough because we haven't. You know, we're going. We're doing things. But do y'all see that it's, it's now is more of a time than ever for us to really go. My wife and I have the pleasure of going and, and speaking in some of these treatment centers around North Mississippi. And I, I, I'm going to tell y'all something. We get the tip of the iceberg that come and visit this church. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Jamie, Nicole, they've been with us. Sister Ashley, you've been with us. It's the tip of the iceberg. Am I, am I telling it right? It's, it's amazing what's right here within 50 miles of us. But we can't see it if we don't go. You know what I mean? We, we've been prophesied to over and over that we're a beacon. You know, that this church is going to be a beacon. And who are we a beacon to? That's not for us to decide. You know what I mean? only decision we got to make is to go. To go. Brother Marshall, you ever had somebody that impacted your life when you got out of church? Um, at my worst point, lowest, when I was ate up with bitterness and anger, I was actually moving out of my parents' house and uh, was on an alcohol binge for about a week and a half at that point. And I was coming back through to, uh, to grab some of my stuff from their house. And one of their neighbors, Brother Jesse Scruggs, was riding around just doing some yard work, and he stopped me. And I was so just mad, because I, I didn't have any reason to be mad, but I was just mad at the world. And uh, I had full intention when he stopped me to just cuss him out and jump out and just try to pick a fight with him. I didn't even hardly know him. But I don't, I don't even remember what he said to me. But by the time he got done talking to me, I was in tears. And I, I, had, I had just had to drive off because I couldn't hold the tears back. And I don't even remember what he said, but just the love that he had. And I could tell that he spent time with God and had a relationship with God. And it was just the fact that he stopped me and wanted to talk to me because he knew, he knew I wasn't where I needed to be. And so he... He wanted to share some, just some godly love with me. And I still to this day, I don't know what he said to me. It could have been, he could have prophesied over me something profound, or he could have sang Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. It didn't make a difference, but it was that love like he was talking about that, that just, it flows through you, and you can feel it. It's, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but that, that's the kind of witnesses that we need to be. We don't have to say anything profound. It's just... If you spend time with Jesus, it's going to show. People are going to feel it. Thank you, Brother Marshall. You know, uh, we got our tent revival that, I can't think of your name, Brother, I'm sorry. Um, brother Larry was talking about a while ago, and wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a statement if, if 
this congregation right here all invited, you know, went out and, 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 and really put the work in and, and brought a family to church one of those nights. Wouldn't it be something? Uh, what, an, what, an, what, a, what a gift we could give to our pastor. You know what I mean? Our pastor is wherever he's at right now doing mission work. So who are we to not be able to go down the street and knock on the door? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's time for us to go. You got something, Brother Jim? Yeah, I also have, you know, a special person that, you know, kind of the same as you guys. You mentioned Brother Danny twice. He was a mission in the did, so I'm sure that means a lot to Brother Danny to know, you know, that he has something to do with you guys being here, Brother Marshall and his situation. But for me, it's Brother Benny Connor. That man, I've done the same thing you've done. I've seen him pull in my driveway and I've behind the window before, and then he's caught me in the yard before, and he's, he's caught me several times, and was his love and kindness is part of the reason why that I am back today. He has spoke to me before and pulled off, and it, 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 it stuck. It was in my heart, eating me up in the back of my mind, but it was never no push. It was, I love you. We miss you. When are you going to come see us? You know, and it kind of put it on me. It was like, you know, these people, you know, I, I'm out doing whatever. God knows what, and they're like, we miss you. Why do you miss me? You know, it's got to be something there. You know, it's just, and it's God. It's, it's God in their hearts. It's their love for people, their love for souls. And this is home. You know, it's always been a draw. You know, the whole time I was gone, it was a pull, pulling me back here. But, you know, Brother Benny Connor has a special place in my heart and always will. And he is part of the reason why probably that I'm here today. Thank you, Brother Jeremy. Can we all stand? I, I'm, I'm not like Christy. I'm not a paid, so I'm short-winded. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Brother Ethan, you want to come back to the piano? <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get much out of me giving me a freebie. <laughs> Anyhow, has anyone else got a testimony of a time that somebody has touched your life by, by coming and knocking on your door? If you have, hold on to that and go pay that forward because that's, that's where it's at. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, we, we, we must get out and we must go. We, we have to. Brother Sam, I can remember when you was doing the chips. I, I've seen you in, in the beer stores. And I would be standing at the counter putting my beer in and see Brother Sam and be like, my God. You know what I mean? But you know what? Did he, did he judge me? No. But it was his presence. Although he's in a beer store too. Not for the same reason though. His presence, you know what I mean? It, it carries. The, I don't care who you are, what you do in life. If you have the Holy Ghost, your presence is going to stand out. And we have got, we've got to keep pushing that forward and keep carrying it. Because there's so many people in this life that are counting on us. L listen, it's amazing how many people don't even know we exist. They know there's a big old church in Bethlehem, but they know nothing about it. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is it? Nobody's to blame, but realistically, whose fault is it? Do you have something? Okay. All right. Brother Ethan. Thank y'all. I love everyone. Let's go.
You can be dismissed in the name of Jesus.